December 18th, 2006. It's a Watt from Pedro show.
From Pedro's show. Uh, the last show uh, me and Brother Matt are doing as a 48 year old. Because <laughs> Wednesday I start on my last lap as a 40s man. <laughs> I had this tune I wrote. I never recorded, but it was called, it was before the sickness. It was called Forward, said the 40s man. And now 
Yeah, I got to update it. Last chance to work that one in its current form. Well, no, it's not much <laughs> for, forward. Maybe 50s, man. Yeah. <laughs> but I like four, 40s, and forward. Fitty, fitty man. <laughs> so, yeah, I got it. I don't know. I wrote this thing um, before the sickness. I wrote this opera all around uh, the cat, a uh, man, uh. my cat. And then he died. <laughs> I mean, oh, oh, man. It's not funny. Man. But it, it, the reason why uh, was um, I had just put out it was going to be the record after engine room and that was such a sad thing and it was about the past and the bone and the Minuteman. so i wanted to write something about the now the present and you know man was in my life and then brain cancer killed him and i did not want to write another bummer thing about somebody dead so I never did it. And then the sickness came on, and, yeah, I made sickness opera. (laughs) Yeah, the concept being overthrown by reality over and over. My life, (laughs) story of my life. Uh, Yeah, December 18th, 2006, the first tune was Living Space by John Coltrane. And then we heard From Space by Migu. So, some space. So, you got any more opera concepts that you want to explore sometime? Uh, yeah. In fact, the Missing Man. We just did the first Missing Man tour. Tom Watson on guitar, Raul Morales on the drums. Yeah, this is the first show back. So, yeah, there's a couple things about this show. Yeah, you had a big adventure the past month. That's right, yeah. In fact, the last show was right before I left, the day mm-hmm. before I left. And now it's a couple days after I got back. Who's roaring? Ghetto Bird? God, no. Damn, and it's Monday. Is it a trash truck? No, it's a backhoe. Uh-huh. Eating utensil. Cruising the backhoe. Call those... <laughs> Eating utensils. You need some nutmeg? (laughs) Yeah, so... The Missing Men album, which probably won't come out, uh, be done until 2008, because 2007, I promised to the Stooges, the album's going to be released March 20th. Uh, The Stooges album. It's called The Weirdness. I got the word yesterday. In fact, I heard two of the songs. First time. Cool. Mixed. Uh, Dig it? Yeah. And uh, tour, U.S. tour. Uh, some, um, I think the first one is going to be, uh, at the beginning of March, there's a Swiss gig and maybe uh, one or two other Europe ones. But then on uh, St. Patrick's Day, South by Southwest, um, that's in Austin, Texas. This uh, music thing they have every yeah. year. Uh, we're going to play there. And then a couple weeks later, I think three and a half week U.S. tour. Cool. First time ever for Stooges. Wow. So that'll be neat. Yeah. And uh, he told me uh, half uh, 
new songs, half old songs in the set. Because, you know, uh, not a lot of U.S. gigs. I think we've done 73 gigs total since the reunion at Coachella. And maybe seven of those are U.S., so 10%, 90% have been overseas. Or, yeah. Is, 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 is Argentina and Brazil overseas? Uh, you can get to them by land. It's far. It's a hell ride. <laughs> so they never toured before either, huh? Or not U.S. Not US tours? Yeah, they did U.S., oh. but overseas only one gig. It was oh. that with those pictures on Raw Power. Something in London. Mm. It was the only overseas gig they ever did. So all their gigs were U.S. gigs. Mm. They'd go out for weekends, they told me. Yeah. Um, they never really did van things. They'd fly out and do a couple gigs. Their main um, stomping ground, though, was southern Michigan. Mm. Michigan scene. But they would go to other parts of the country and festivals and then their own gigs, club gigs. Like the, the the notorious peanut butter thing is Cincinnati. In fact, Iggy was wearing a shirt. Yeah, we got on a tangent here. I want to get off. I, I taped a couple songs with them last night for Henry Rollins' TV show that's going to come out in March. But the original subject here was uh, Missing Man Opera. <laughs> You ask me if I'm writing any more operas. <laughs> so I'm telling you about Stooges. <laughs> Christ. Okay. We'll get to... Uh, well, I'll tell you this, then we'll get some more music so I can gather my thoughts. But um, I wrote a third out opera, but it's different. It's not linear. There's not a beginning and a middle and an end. It's kind of simultaneous. I got the idea. Maybe I told you this. We're uh, Hieronymus Bosch paintings, those little creatures. Mm. They're actually yeah. visualizations of proverbs. But I don't know Dutch from 500 years ago or Flemish culture or anything. And so I made it my own. And it's like if you took a mirror inside of my head and broke it into 39 pieces. So they're all like reflections of my state of mind. I did want it to be kind of going back to the thing for the man. I wanted to be, um, yeah, I was turning 40 then. That's <laughs> how far along. Because I did the uh, engine room at 37. So this will be a 50. But I'm going to call it 9 and 30 because that's how many tunes are on it. Mm. And uh, <clears throat> 30 minus 9 is 21. So look, everything gets divided by 3 good. And, mm. So carry something over from the uh, sickness opera the numbers but it's really little songs that's the whole idea of the missing men is get back to little songs although we didn't get to do any of those songs for this tour oh. because no that's too short a notice because recording the stooges albums uh. one reason i called um, this last tour the parallel universes <laughs> is i also did four stooges gigs i did 13 flights so i was bouncing all over the hardest part was worrying about my guys when I had to leave them. 
But there was calm weather, so none of the flights were ever delayed. And I didn't disappoint anybody, the Stooges, Chili Peppers, Missing Men. Cool. So I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. And uh, the Chili Pepper gigs were some big pads. Enorma domes. <laughs> <laughs> All sold out. And so the first time Tom and Raul ever played in those oh, awesome. kind of rooms. And uh, then we had some of our own gigs, too, which was kind of intense. I'm, we didn't have enough songs. I mean, they kept asking us back. People were very nice. So I'm really digging on this trio. It's funny as a huge stage chili peppers, you know. So I didn't want them to have to move anything. Mm. So I set up one little corner, starboard, stage starboard. And also... Yeah, I wanted to make it like uh, any kind of pad I play with uh, my leg right up on Raul's kick drum. I put him at an angle so I can look right at him and then Tom right across from me. And so it was kind of trippy. It was like uh, a big contrast, you know. And uh, still I think it was kind of like, you know, peeking in at a practice pad and watching Uh. dudes practice. And, in fact, the second last gig... I mean, the crew, all the cats, Chili Pepper people, uh, all really nice to us. In fact, Billy, the tour boss, had the second last gig because uh, they have a lot of TVs and stuff mm. they use in their, what do they call that? Production. Uh. Yeah. Peps are playing, you know, like they did in the old days, all f- four of them. But there's uh, cameras and stuff and a lot of lights and well, multimedia. Yeah, so the second last gig, the tour boss Billy uh, filmed it, so I can flow that to you. Oh, awesome. Maybe I should put some on YouTube since <laughs> cool. people see what the missing men are like. Awesome. Like John played, by the end there, he was playing five, six songs. With oh, us. yeah, cool. Some old men, man. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. And Chad, too, did a. I think Tina Turner's sister wrote it. But uh, he did a two for He played Raul's floor tom. He had a scarf on and got the sticks caught up. Almost choked him out. Himself <laughs> out. <laughs> it was very funny. He was really pounded. Uh, the, there's tour diaries up on the Hoot page. Uh, it was pretty exciting. There was new countries I played for me. Um, Latvia and Macedonia. Uh, Macedonia, the band after us, it was Stooges gig, and uh, it was a festival. In fact, he got to meet the prime minister and the day before I got there. And uh, their new country just starting, maybe two and a half million people, half of Ireland. But Alexander the Great was born there. In a way, it's not a new country, very old. It's the southern part of the old Yugo. Uh, and uh, the band after is called Culture Shock. I got to get some of their music. They, they were wild. They had a Serb, a Bosnian, a Bulgarian, a Japanese guy, and a U.S. dude. Cool. And playing these weird. Uh, you know, right away after, I wrote Pete Mesic an email because we did a Macedonian gypsy song for this Balkan Without mm-hmm. Border uh, benefit for Doctors Without Border. And, uh, you know, I had to keep doing taco taco burrito because it was in seven it was so weird 
And I said, Pete, you got to check these dudes out. I mean, they were, you could tell they grew up with it because it's not an intellectual thing. They're rocking it hard in these trippy ass. And then the scales, too, because Turk was there for 500 years, mm. the Turks. And so that's in their music. It's just all this mixture. They were wild. It was pretty incredible. You spell, said they spelled culture? K-U-L-T-U-R. Shock.com, if you might go to their website. and I think they're living in Seattle uh, now. But, <laughs> wow, Ben, so when I uh, wrote Mazich and he checked out their thing and then wrote me back, because we called that project Machina. Hmm. I think Croatian for machine. <laughs> Serbo-Croatian, whatever it's called. And um, he wants to really get into this music now. Oh, cool. Uh, you know, he was uh, messing with an idea to do old 70s Yugo rock, uh -huh. which was kind of like Western rock. Uh, this stuff, you know, it goes back hundreds of years and stuff, and it's a mixture of all these things. And, I mean, we'd really have to bone up. These guys play their ass off. Uh -huh. To play this music is <clears throat> pretty intense, but it would probably be good learning for me. It's funny, Jer, we had him on the bongos. He ain't in time at all. We just got him to start and stop with us. But Pete did it on the accordion. He jammed it. And oh, Liliana, cool. his wife, sang it. So maybe we get it. We find a drummer who can play in seven, nine. <laughs> Trippy stuff. It's like driving. What I was thinking of was like driving a car with olives for tires, you know. Just, woo, woo. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like. And like I said, for them, you could tell it wasn't weird at all. This is uh, natural on them. But it was like, wow. <laughs> but the, the drummer was a U.S. guy, and he looked like a, yeah, a metal rock guy. Wow. But he was wailing on these beats, man. And the start stops. and Music is an incredible thing. It really is as a device for people sharing, tripping with each other. As a... Uh, so people dancing wild too. Oh yeah, they were into it's their music. Uh -huh. Macedonia has neighbors, wild maybe gypsy five or dancing. six. Yeah, gypsies living with them, but they're on Albania and Greece, uh -huh. Serbia, Bulgaria, the Kosovo part of Serbia too. So they have all these different mixtures. And like I said, Alexander the Great was born there, mm -hmm. and a lot of people <laughs> kind of used them as a. Doorway to those. Uh. So they've had a lot of things blended in. I was talking to this cat. I didn't have a lot of time because, you know, I think it was in the country less than 24 hours. So I was. Uh. Same thing happened in Latvia. So I talked up the drivers as much as I could. And the cat in Skopje is the big town. That's mm -hmm. where we played in Macedonia. And, and Pasha was a driver. And he. Pretty good English. And he was telling me all kinds of. You could tell they've been kind of beat down with the monies a little. But. Mm -hmm. Great, great spirit. And, uh, yeah, the flag's like Japan Navy flag. Remember the red and white? Oh, yeah, yeah. But it's red and yellow, and the sun's way littler. <laughs> Not as many rays. <clears throat> so they got their own cash, right? No euros there. No. They want to get in. They want to get in. They weren't really hurt in the war. It was only a month and a half and not really bad. They've had some... Some ethnic things, but not bad, mm. not getting along, you know. 
got different groups of people. Uh, but they were spared a lot, but it was more Econo. Uh, people were, and Basha was telling me, yeah, they want to move up and then more mixed in with the, the rest of the, the dealio. And the same with the Latvians, you know. They never had gigs over there. Yugos always had gigs. They always had music. They could travel. The other ones... Uh, Locked in. Yeah. So they didn't really know. The kid putting on the Latvian gig was God, like 22. Wow. It's all really new. Cool. They... Um, yeah, I guess some exciting across the road ahead, from yeah. where Bush was the week before with some G8 uh, thing. Remember you yeah. call this? Clear everybody out. It was weird. Like... Uh, they told me the day after he was supposed to meet with uh, some Iraq guy, and the guy went to an Iran meeting and stood him up. Do you remember this? Yeah. A couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. When I'm on tour, it's hard for me to be in the know because I'm in the moment of the tour deal. Uh-huh. And so I get kind of cut off. There's a paper there called Herald Tribune. I read it a couple times. Some uh, ex-spy from Soviet mm. days was poisoned. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, like some plutonium thing. Uh, Polonium? Yeah, yeah. In England? Yeah, so I heard a little about that. And, but I got cut off, you know. Which ain't... You got to focus. Mm-hmm. ain't no babysitters. It's just me, Tom, and Raul. So. Although at the end I did, because Tom had a real hell ride from Vienna, Copenhagen, when I went to England. Oh, that was wild. Thurston put on the Altamars parties oh, yeah, that the yeah. Stooges played at, and he picked some great bands. I didn't get to see a lot, you know, but the ones I saw, Melvin's were righteous. Two drummers now, new bass player. I got to get that. I think the record's called Senile or something. Mm-hmm. But, man, it was it was smoking. And then I saw Thurston with um, some band called Barkays. Not the oh. Barkays. Oh, yeah, that was one thing. I saw them in the 70s with Lakeside <laughs> and uh, P-Funk. This was like B-A-R-K, next word, H-A-Z-E. Oh. So, and Nels played with Whiteout. And the drummer of Whiteout, uh, Tom Segal, was uh, hit by a car oh. like 10 minutes after getting to his tail. So he was hurting, but he played. Wow. Yeah. I hit him here. No one... Body blow, but let's uh, let's get on some music. I know everybody wants to hear me spiel. <laughs> no, you do, brother Matt. <laughs> but my, I gotta get my thoughts together. Here's a, uh, some melt banana. What from Pedro show? So
Thank you. 
From Pedro Show. That was Colonel Do Right. No, Colonel Keep Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> With a song called Cop Show Redux. Redo? I'll go Redux. Redux. <laughs> okay. And before that, we had Mark Stewart Mafia, Stranger Than Love. Mark. Mark Stewart was a singer of the pop group, and he wrote me at MySpace. He's a MySpace friend. <laughs> One of the last people. I've... That's a trip. And before that, we had uh, Position Normal with New Biz. Oh, yeah, Mark told me he's working on a documentary. Oh, cool. I think it's about uh, probably him <laughs> or maybe Mafia. <clears throat> Mafia's got the people from uh, Sugar Hill Gang. Oh. Skip McDonald, Keith LeBlanc, and uh, Doug Wimbish. I saw Doug Wimbish in uh, Hungary, Budapest. Uh, Stu just played the Zedit Festival. Zigit? Zidit? Yeah, it was right before the riots. I'm glad. <laughs> and there was a big storm, too, right after we left. But, uh, yeah, Doug was jamming, man. He's a great bass player. Much respect you, Mr. Wimish. And who was, the singer was Doug Pinnock, who's a, he wasn't playing bass, but he's a great bass player. This band called uh, King's X. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't have that other guy. Uh, it's Vernon's band, but uh, Corey, was that the singer? The guy who used to wear biker shorts. <laughs> the Merce version of uh, Bad Brains. Vernon. Uh, drummer was Calvin, I think. Firehose played with him in Davis once years ago. Hard for me to remember. But uh, Doug wasn't on bass then. He was smoking. Uh, before uh, Position Normal, we had Hanf Handful of Zeros by Many Birthdays. That's my song for me. <laughs> and we started with Haircat, because the wolf is a cat, by Melt Banana. <laughs> banana band. Another banana band, yeah. What were you telling me? 
Trick Banana. Pedro Band, right? Yeah. And there's an Anaheim band called The Bananas. Yeah. Raul turned me on. <laughs> I played with Raul Saturday. There's a benefit for uh, Gabby's mother at The Smell. Dose played, and uh, Raul was with uh, Drinker's Purgatory. Maybe they're Anaheim, too. Yeah. There's trippy. A lot of Anaheim people came to Pedro a few years ago, a couple years ago. And, uh, like, his buddy who lives with him, Kid Kevin, is Anaheim. <clears throat> Those people in that house oh, the big pet, on 13th Street. Yeah, yeah Raul's in the Peck Manor uh. on 15th. The old, what's his name, George? Oh, yeah, yeah, George yeah. H. Peck. Yeah. Had a lot of ducats. Uh, so he named the park after him. Yeah, and, he used uh, to live in the Peck Summerlin Estate, my old pet. Oh, wow. Well, this was his old mansion. Yeah. I think, um, who used to live there? Some movie star. Fabian. Oh. No. Freddy Camacho. Oh. He passed away a few uh. years ago. But he lived up there. and So I was there. They've, they've turned it into like eight, nine different pads. Uh, Brother Matt gave me a uh, disc here. This is one of my lost cousins. Mike Watts album. Yeah, Mike Watts with an S. So let's see what this sounds like. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you very much, Brother Matt.
G's, I don't know. That keeps bitches on their knees, they freeze for the ice. They stop to look twice, saying he's so nice. That slim nigga with them big rocks on. Still pulling triggers with them big rocks on. Had chickens in the club like in the spot of white. Had haters in the club like got a pot on my But you know that I'm holding, cause you're loving them old. Yo, I stay snowed in, but never loving them hoes. Can't tight, keep it tight from the start. But it's been a while since the Philly niggas been on the chart. So I laced the track with some bona fide bitches. Then I laid these tracks with the riches. You dig me? Now your whole event is around my neck. While you're waiting for your weak ass royalty check. All I wanna see is fly chicks with big tits. Push side with stack chicks and make hits. Boss man, nuts, blow trees in this way. So all y'all hate it for the fuck to All I wanna see is fly chicks with big tits. Push side with stack chicks and make hits. Boss man, nuts, blow trees in this way. So all y'all hate it for the fuck to Y'all motherfuckers don't understand this shit. Y'all niggas still wanna know how we keep hitting y'all with these fly ass joints. But don't hate it. from Pedro show yeah that's Mike Watts yeah yeah <laughs> with all haters executive producer Mike Watts www.wattsrec.com well thank you very much for that cool Matt. enjoy double disc yeah I'm fired up <laughs> we're at the end of the first hour of December 18 2006 Watt from Pedro show stay tight for hour two December 18th, 2006, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro show.
noticed that in all the pictures in like Rolling Stone and Crawdaddy, none of the punks smile. We smile. There's a song about the auto smile. God damn it, it's the seven. I'm gonna go 
uh, Catholic discipline. It's, uh, it's a graffiti that uh, a couple of years ago when I was working at the mosque, kind of part-time, I was cleaning up the shit on Monday mornings. Uh, it's a graffiti that I found on the, on the men's room wall in big dripping red letters. This is a trendy one here.
From Pedro Show. There's some old Los Angeles, Southern California punk from the 70s. Start second hour. Watt from Pedro Show out. Um, started with No God by the Germs. Then uh, the Happy Song by the Eyes. The Eyes had uh, Charlotte from Go-Go's on bass and uh, Don Bonebreak on drums before he joined X. Uh, I got to play with Don in Sierra Madre with this violinist, Chris Murphy. Man, I've always wanted to play with Mr. Bonebreak. He's a great drummer. Maybe I get to do more with him. I'm hoping. Hoping. Parallel universes. <laughs> juggling going i've got i'm writing a bunch of tunes too for other folks and stuff i'm there's a thing with richard Meltzer called spiel gusher spiel gusher i've been doing where he gave me a bunch of spiels damn i just wish i could uh co uh process better huh because uh sometimes i feel well, 48 is just trippy because I I didn't I thought I was going to die in 48 when, after my sickness. I thought six years after 42, man, I'm probably going to be dead. And I, I live almost, well, got two more days. but So I don't know, but I have this uh, ominous thing about not having enough time to get all the things I want to do done, work done. So I'm just going to keep wailing on it <laughs> you know and uh yeah so got a head full of stuff and i get inspired you know people fire me up i want to wail on it it was really fun with tom and raul and just people i met in music is 
no greater gift one human could give to another. Uh, well, helping them. Like that maritime thing with the guy coming down the ladder to pull the guy out of the water. But also inspiring some. Maybe that is like helping. Yeah. So much respect from Watt for everyone who's done that for me. Too much to name and Alzheimer's too deep. <laughs> Slight somebody by forgetting. But all the folks really, truly, <clears throat> nothing without you. After uh, the eyes was Black Randy and the Metro Squad with Beer Shit Disco Loner. And then uh, Babylon Must Fall. Uh, Catholic Discipline. Yeah, Black Randy, rest in peace. And the uh, singer of Catholic Discipline, Claude Kickface, Kickboy Face, Bessie. Uh, rest in peace also. And then we had Red Rockers by Dills. And uh, finally, The Skulls with Victim. And Mark Morland from that band, rest in peace. So... Oh, yeah, and, of course, Darby from the Germs. So we're missing people from almost all them mans. Damn. Whew. So it didn't mean to be downer. It was just to show uh, why I'm kind of earnest about getting things done. People always tell me, you got to relax. Uh, have a massive rest in Pedro, you know, like after this tour. I was, uh, And I, I want to, in a way. I paddle and pedal, I guess that's kind of resting. Body ain't resting. Yeah, paddling uh, was my roughest, man. That was a jam. Uh, the sea turned really intense, and the wind picked up. I got soaked. It took me like three times. Yeah, but uh, I was laughing the whole way because um, <laughs> it's funny in a way. Uh, and I was inside the harbor. I was only in the sea a little bit because she was turning you guys must have had storm. It's cold for First Kelly. Time there's been surf in like a long time. Okay, okay. Days or okay. As they were out at sea, man, they were all white caps and chopping on me. And uh, anyway, it was funny uh, because I had you know three and a half weeks and paddled, so my uh, arms were like uh, very overcooked pasta, not al dente. No. Oh no, Olora. Okay, look, it's my honor and privilege, and I've missed this, too, since I've been on tour. Brother Matt, spin cycle.
lot from Pedro show. Whoa. Rocking. Yeah. That was uh, Wild Rats. Um, following up Brother Matt, Spin Cycle. Thank you very much, Brother Matt. Cool. And uh, Wild Rats was a project. Uh, well, it was a spinoff of this thing where um, this movie, Velvet Goldmine, needed some music. And so Ron Ashton was brought in from Michigan to New York City. And, uh, yeah, more songs were done in the studio. whole album done. It's never come out. It's like 10 years now. Uh, Ron Ashton on the guitar. He sang some songs, too. Uh, Mark Arms singing. You heard him right there. I can't remember the sax player's name. That was done after. I. It was one of the weirdest recording because I usually have very clear and focused and I drank like several gallons of Jim Beam <laughs> with this thing. Not at once, but <laughs> it's felt like it at times. Uh, <laughs> it was a weird thing for me. But to play, record with Ron Ashton right in front of me, that was the first time where I really got to jam with him. Mm. Thurston was next to me on guitar. Steve Shelley on the drums. It's pretty wild. I wrote him a song. I think I've played it on the show before. But uh, you can learn about him on my space, my wasted <laughs> space place. Uh, MySpace.com slash Wild Rats. And they spell it weird. Uh, I had nothing to do with the name. Yeah, W-Y-L-D-E-R-A-T-T-T-Z. So you could check that out, <clears throat> and um, there's some tunes up there, some uh, pretty things, I think, songs. I remember us covering a few of those, but yeah, man, I was heavy in my whiskey endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the taste of it. And not too healthy, though. <laughs> and... Um, Anyway, we're at the end of the second hour. Watt for Peter Show, December 18, 2006 edition. Hang tight for hour three. Uh, December 18, 2006. It's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, after a little brief absence, well, maybe it's been many months, but Jack Flanders is back with us. And in fact, with a brand new adventure that was uh, just done a little while ago. Uh, Jack Flanders and the Ghost Islands. Here's part one. There were three Taoist masters in China. They taught by going into town and standing in the marketplace and laughing. I wish I had teachers like that. Well, one day, one of them died, and the people in the town were curious to see how the other two would react at his funeral. But before he died, he left instructions not to prepare his body in any way, not even to change the clothes he was wearing wonder why. When he was placed on the funeral pyre, and they lit the fire, and the flames leapt higher and higher, then they understood. Because? He had crammed his pockets full of firecrackers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But that's the old going out with a big bang. <laughs> yeah, going out with a bunch of bangs. <laughs> I'd love to go out that way. Oh, I don't think the people at the crematorium would be amused. The Ghost Islands 
Claudine has a 36-foot trimaran built just for her. She asked me to join her since I had some sailing experience, so I was now Captain Jack. The only other time I can remember being called Captain was when I had an encounter with a pirate queen they referred to as the Black Mona Lisa. That was in a dream. But it was one of those dreams that are so real, you know it happened, although not in this realm. Claudine had a mission. What it was, she wasn't telling me. In fact, she made me promise never to ask what she was up to, and never to attempt to find out. I agreed, not just because I trusted her, but because I figured one day I would find out. Traveling with Claudine, Mojo, and me is a teenager called Bunny. I have no idea why she is with us, except that Claudine is from Montreal, and I think she likes the idea of having someone she can speak to in French now and then. Mojo can understand a little of what they're saying, but I can understand just about zero. As most of you know, I had met Mojo years ago in Tangier where he was playing piano in a bar called Casbah Kelly's. After that, Mojo just kept popping up in my life. First in Brazil, then I, I think it was in Java or Sumatra, and then Costa Rica, Montreal, New Orleans, Quebec City, and now here, in this sleepy little port of San Miguel, where we landed two days ago. You know, there's something going on here that I don't get. You mean like uh, where we're going and what we're going to do if we get there? No, it's not the arriving I'm thinking about. Why we're going on this voyage? Well, why not just call it a voyage of discovery? I like discovering things, but I get uneasy when things start discovering me. <laughs> yeah, discovery works both ways. Mm -hmm. But sometimes... It'd be nice to know why you're doing something other than just doing it. Now, Mojo, you, you know I have this agreement with Claudine. Ask no questions. Yeah, that's right. You've been talking to people? Since we arrived? Yeah. Why? I've been hearing things about some islands around here. Which islands? The which islands? <laughs> that's close. What? There are some strange islands around here. What are you talking about? Well, early yesterday morning, Bunny saw an island. Where? Out there, where there's no island. It was just getting light out. Hmm. I didn't know you'd get up that early. I don't, but I did. And you saw an island? I could see palm trees and the shore and everything. Did it vanish with the sun? I don't know. I went back in the boat, and when I came out, it wasn't there. Hmm. Do you think it was a mirage? Well, something else happened. I was in the old quarter, and I saw a sign, Pelican's Pouch. And even though I didn't want to drink, I got drawn in there. Drawn in? Yeah. I got the feeling I should go in there. There was no one around, except the bartender. Hello, man. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. What can I do for you? Uh, you got a local beer here? 
not local, but of near local. It is a lager we call Blue Pelican. Blue Pelican, hmm. It is yes, you will like. Sounds good. My name is Joseph. I'm Mojo, Mojo Sam. They call me the Yudu Man. Yeah, man, you do look like a Yudu Man. We started talking. I knew he was checking me out. But then I got the feeling he was picking up something from me. Picking up what? First, I thought it was that maybe I was okay. But then it was like I was supposed to be there. And he was just making sure. Hmm. It's interesting. This time of year, there are sometimes islands. Islands? Sometimes they are... Sometimes they are not. Sometimes they're not islands? They are islands that are and they are not. You're saying that they're one day and then one day they're not? That is what I am saying, man. Are they floating islands? No, no, not, no. They appear and then disappear? Yeah, man, that is what they do. Like you are here and you are not here. Oh, wait a minute. Is he saying the islands are always there, but you can't see them? No. What Joseph was saying was that at certain times of the year, you may be able to see them. So they appear only at certain times of the year. Yeah, man. Yeah, they do. Like what time of the year? Like this time. <laughs> Where do they appear? Oh, dear, you will see. <laughs> do they appear in different places? Not always. Hmm. But always around here somewhere. Not always. What are you getting at, Mojo? Stay with me here. There was a map on the wall. I went over to it and asked him where the islands might appear. Show me where they are. They are sometimes seen here, and sometimes seen over here, and sometimes right here. You mean right offshore? Yeah, man. Right out there you can see. Hmm. And that's where Bunny saw the island yesterday morning. Hmm. It doesn't say anything about this in the guidebooks. No, no. It's a secret? Oh, yes. Secret, man. <laughs> How do you keep something like that a secret? Tourists, they can't see. <laughs> Even if you point it out to them? We don't. <laughs> you don't tell them? No, no, no. Do you have a name for these islands? Oh, yes. What are they called? The Ghost Highlands. The Ghost Islands? But what did he tell you about the islands? I think he was picking up a vibe. Oh, because Bunny had told you. Yeah, sometimes thoughts sort of cling to you. Hmm. And when I told him I was a you-do man, he figured I was okay. So he was just sharing a little local lore. Maybe he has other reasons. How long are we staying here? That's up to Claudine. You know, it's no coincidence that we're here. You mean at this time of year? That's right. Ghost Islands. Ooh, sounds a little spooky. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Claudine. Yes, Jack. Have you ever heard of the Ghost Islands? Why are you asking? 
Well, Mojo was in town. He was talking to this bartender. And the bartender told Mojo about some islands that, well, they appear now and then. Yes? Well, yesterday morning, Bunny saw an island out there. She did. Well, apparently, this is the time of year when the islands may or may not appear. And you are interested in these uh, ghost islands? Yeah, I think there's something to it. I see. Sounds very intriguing. Yes. So, do you know about them? I have heard stories. And what have you heard? Nothing to talk about. Claudine, is this another topic we can't discuss? Oh, you can. I'll listen. So it'll be a one-way conversation? Jack, you'll have my full attention. Oh. I assume it's it's not just chance that we're here right at this time of year when the islands appear, right? Perhaps. Let's see. Well, look, is there anything I can do to help? I think not. Claudine, I'm so bored. Bored with me, Jack? God, no. Never. You're a mystery I may never figure out. No, it's just being docked here in this charming little nowhere with nothing happening, nothing to do. Mm, I have made arrangements for you. Oh? I don't think you'll be bored any longer, Jack.
Watt from Pedro Show. Uh, that was Estelle, a Dublin band, Dublin, Ireland, from their new album, The Bones of Something, and a tune called Journey to the Center of John's Ma. <laughs> And we started the third hour with uh, part one of Jack Flanders in the Ghost Islands. Jack on a new. Jack is back. Sojourn, yeah. Mojo sounded a little older. Now, you know, the first Jack Flanders was Fourth Tower Inverness in 1971. So Jack's been at this a while. Sounds the same. There's another one, a play called, uh, or mind movie, called um, Return to Inverness. We got to do that one. Uh, when I was in England for the Two Stooges gigs at the Altamars parties, it was uh, different than the other ones I've been to. It was in the west at a town called Minehead, near Castle, Dunster Castle. And uh, I flew into Heathrow, so it would be three and a half hour hell ride, four hours. It's, uh, it's this cat who helps the Stooges named Slouch. He's helped Iggy lots before. His wife, Debbie, drove me. Uh, so it wasn't just the flying. It was Actually, driving was longer than m- m- any of the flights. Wow. So, uh, and then the last one, she had to do it four times. The last one was in a total storm, and it was oh, a Monday man. morning, so all the London traffic. Luckily, he throws west to London, so I didn't have to go through it. But Anyway, uh, a lot of interesting people. Uh, I stayed with some people. The chalets. I mean, the Stooges were an hour away in uh, some hotel. I wanted to stay on the thing so I could get away easy. Mm. And um, I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, yeah, Iggy thought I was being a little social, but I wasn't that social. Kind of. <laughs> the people I stayed with in my chalet. <laughs> you understand these where they have it is these things called holiday camps. You know, like Tommy's holiday camp and the... The, the Altamaro's Pete Park? Pete Townsend, uh, rock opera. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, holiday camps were, like, made for working people so they could get out of the towns and have a ocean vacation. So chalets are kind of kind of like motel things, uh, you know. They call them chalets. Uh, and I shared it with some very interesting people. In fact, one amazing musician, and uh, I was telling you earlier, Brother Matt, we're going to have a England segment for right, our right. show so we can get hip to what's happening. Although you're you're very in touch with stuff all over. <laughs> and I'm lucky I have people give me things. <laughs> you know, but this will be another conduit. Uh, and, uh, I met a cat. I met a lot of folks, but uh, God, if I would have been there the whole time, I would have met ten times many. I would have been able to see Gang of Four and uh, a lot of bands I didn't get to see. I did get to see Sonic Youth once. They were great. Man, they were wild. They were right after the Stooges the first time. Um, I played that blue bass because I kept the red one with Tom and Raul. Oh. So she's trippy. She did good. Had to bring them both back, so I was heavy. I got uh, Raul. I traded his cymbals so we could get in under the weight. Uh. But uh, I met this cat. Um, damn, I can't think of his name. <laughs> it was a trippy name, like most or some. 
something like that. <laughs> then, <laughs> and uh, he's part of this thing, um, www.peace-not-war.org. <clears throat> and he gave me this compilation of, uh, yeah, people uh, making songs for peace. And I'm going to collaborate and do one for him. Uh, it's trippy. I did, remember I did one with Thurston? It was a Tom Rapp song. Yeah. And he was in a band called Pearls Before Swine. When they're doing the interview last night, uh, we were doing it with Henry on the TV. Uh, Ig was talking about some of the bands in the older days he liked, and he said, Pearls Before Swine. <laughs> I was like, wow. So I got some songs here I'm going to play from this uh, CD that this nice gentleman gave me. <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I met the Deerhoof people. I Actually, I've played with them before, but I got to really rap with the drummer a lot. And uh, I got some of that we'll play later. But first, uh, here's Kathleen. She's the one on my ball hog or tug boat. Who, uh, it sounds like she's leaving a message. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. actually using Thurston's answer machine to do a spoken word piece. Because there was too many boys. I wanted <laughs> some estrogen on the thing. Uh. So she's the first one. I had Carla couple of people they're not pretty boy dominant but uh this is her band um la tigra what from pedro show
Yeah. 
lot from Pedro Show. That's uh, a bunch of songs from Peace Not War, Volume 2. They get slammed by the <laughs> headphone. Uh, that was Sonic Youth with Peace Attack. Before that, On the Face of It by the Evens. Albright Monument, Baghdad by Propagandi. Or Propagandi. Mm-hmm. Propagandi. Part of the Peaceful, Anti-Flag, or Anti-Flag. All these ways to say different things, huh? No. Maybe All these different wire. ways to say the same thing. <laughs> Sorry. And we start off with New Kicks by La Tigra. Or La Le Tigri, Tigri, the Tigris. Uh, yeah, so some good songs here for peace. Maybe I'll be on volume nine. But like D. Boone would say, maybe there'll come a time where we don't have to make peace songs anymore because people will get together. <coughs> Hopefully. Uh, yeah, I was telling you, uh, Brother Matt, about yeah, the Chili Pepper tour was almost cut five gigs short. Nice. Fleet told me the last gig because he's feeling sick and stuff. But he said watching uh, me, Tom, and Raul play, he said he had to stay in the race. So maybe we hiked up the morale. Awesome. And, I mean, there was really good spirit, man, all those guys. Um even though it's big Mersh kind of thing, context in a way, it was still just like, you know, just being dudes and jamming the gig. And it's funny. I wore the same flannel every gig. Wow. <laughs> and, man, a lot of them I didn't get to wash. I mean, some I got some sink washes, but it's hard to find laundromats in Europe. I told you at one gas station I blew it out and shit my pants <laughs> <laughs> Only brought the see. I had a little man sack, you know. Tom Rowell will buy these big old girly bags, and I know <laughs> from experience the smaller the better. And, but lame thing, yeah, I had two Levi. Of course, I was wearing one, and and this then shitted out one. Luckily, a lot in Germany, a lot of the gas stations, Rostovs have uh, showers. So, dude in a white lab coat yeah. gives you the <laughs> schlüssel. Which is German for key. And fucking, who is that? Dude? Tom's wanted to ask me to see if I've rented the boat in Holland in only one key. Oh. Yeah, it's so fucked because my tours, I get make keys for everybody. Mm. So Tom wants to get the key to get in a boat. And he said, I had a look on my face that said, Not now, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. Fuck, you know, middle age, welcome to it, you know. I fart was coming, I thought it was safe and <laughs> different diet and I didn't have my uh Silum husks. <laughs> uh, whatever. Keep it together. Bind bind me up. God. We got pulled over pull outside between Frankfurt Stuttgart and Whole Search. Because oh. the Dutch boat, you know, uh, drogas are uh, legal in Holland. Uh, Where are they? No, I ain't got any. Uh, Breaking open Tom's golden seal, you know, taste. We can get the dogs. So bring them. 
We didn't have anything. Wow. And, uh, yeah, you'd have to be really stupid in a Dutch boat to bring drogas. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Yeah, coming, you know, <laughs> it's written on there, Dick Sato for our, you know, Nederland, Amsterdam, whatever. And, uh, oh, yeah, the customs guys didn't give me anything on the U.S. Usually if your immigration says Netherlands, oh, yeah, Amsterdam, you know. Like it's a whole country, you know, one town. Uh, but they were very kind. Welcome home, in fact, the customs man wow. told me. That was nice of him. Instead of like Rouse. You know, these other guys were so heavy. They here? come by, you know, in a unmarked Mercedes, and hand comes out the window, and the paddle says halt. Oh. Now, I remember from 20 years ago, Mugger got a speeding ticket one minute, man, with a black flag, and... Yeah, yeah we thought it was a joke. Yeah, uh-huh. this, uh, yeah we, we were in transits, uh, vans, their, uh-huh. their version of van. And, um, yeah, this guy hangs his paddle. No lights or sirens. It's a paddle out of a Porsche. Oh. Yeah, where's our paddle? You know, show it back to him. <laughs> Play ping pong. Well, but it was no laughing thing. These guys were really heavy. And then, finally, you can go. We took off. Oh, so it's not wide open Audubon status in well, maybe on your vehicle. If you're a sedan, you can do uh, it. And if you're not near the city, I don't know. Whatever. We got the Rouse, and, uh, or we got the shakedown first. And the Rouse was uh, much relief to get the Rouse. You know, uh, but um, the trip was really neat. I thought we were fortunate in a lot of ways. Uh, every time we get back safe, you know, yeah. it's a shitload of weight off my neck my back so uh, yeah you won't be able to tell what gig it is if you're looking at pictures if you're looking <laughs> for flannel because I got that same green one on <laughs> Raul actually washed it the first time for me when I left him to go to Macedonia and uh, he said man that water filthed up big time <laughs> so it got thick <laughs> <laughs> so Tom and Raul helped me out so much cool like uh, tomorrow night and uh, my birthday Wednesday, I play with Banyan, with Nels Klein, Steve Perkins, oh, cool. Billy Wallman, Norton Wisdom. The first one at the Mint up in L.A. And then uh, my birthday in Long Beach, Strong Beach. I got some other gigs coming, too. Oh, yeah, Miss Men in Boulder, 30th and 31st. Uh, here, uh, let's play something... Uh, here, what from Pedro show.
Watt from Pedro Show. That was Wu Fei. Woohoo! Wu Fei. Hit the wrong knob there. <laughs> and uh, I think this is with the the money unit in, in China. Uh, y U A N, Yuan. Um, yeah, Wan? I think so. Yeah, so with the songs Yuan, Yuan, Yuan. I haven't been there yet, like so. Money, 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 money. Yeah. That's her version. Of it. <laughs> Trippy. Um, Brother Matt, you're going to uh, Venezuela soon. Yeah. 2,000 boulevards to a buck or something like that. Yeah. Uh, what day you leave? New Year's. Taking off the 27th. Right. You're gone a week? Yeah. You're actually going to an island off. Yeah, Margarita. Margarita. It's supposed to be Hopefully Buffett's the not there. <laughs> I don't know if he's got there yet. <laughs> no parrot heads. <laughs> so we'll be able to get another show, huh? Yeah, most likely it's vacation yeah, that's great. time. That's right. School's out now. Yeah. So that's why you're at the docks. Yeah. Yeah, finally get a little action. Yeah, 6.30 in the morning they give you, after being the there night, all. Nighttime. Oh, was it oh, nighttime? Well, I was there night last night. But, right. yeah, if you go down in the morning, you're there like 6.30 getting your job. And yeah. Well, I know Pete and Jared. They'd be three in the morning. There's a shift around oh, the then. Oh, shift. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got a couple of those. This is my brother's regular shift. He goes Ooh. in at three. He's off at eight. Well, chilly these days. I can't wait for your uh, Venezuela report when you come back. Cool. But we're Me at too. the end of the uh, show. December 18, 2006 edition Watt for Pedro show. See you next time. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>